0: Hello, friends, and welcome to True Presence for Catholic Moms. I'm your host, Kelsey Pascarell. I'm a certified coach. I help Catholic moms figure out how to spend their days with intentionality. Now, today's episode, we're talking about family that doesn't approve of us and how we can handle that. And I think this is especially relevant as we're going into the holiday season and are going to be seeing all sorts of people. So if that's something that you have been feeling a little anxious about, this is a great episode for you. I just want to talk a little bit today about how we can handle when we are going into a situation with family where they tend to not approve of things that we do, like the way we spend our time or the way we parent our kids, or I don't know, it could be anything, our educational decisions. And this is the kind of thing that comes up all the time around the holidays, because we are with a lot of people that for better or worse are our family. We didn't choose them. They're not our friends and we love them, but it can be uncomfortable. And for some reason, we really, really care what they think of us. We really want their approval more than we want the rest of the world's approval. I don't know if that's true of you. I think that's true of most people. And that makes it feel like a really high stakes situation. So I just want to talk a little bit about how to have confidence in your parenting decisions, how to talk about that with people who might not approve. Because when we go in and we know how to talk about things, when we know how we're going to manage those conversations, and even sometimes stop those conversations, if they're getting out of hand and they're not respectful, it can help us to feel a lot more relaxed and to have a much better experience. So here's the first thing. The first thing when it comes to confidence is to remember that we're not perfect. And this seems counterintuitive, but so much of the reason that we get stressed out by other people having different opinions of us or not trusting our decisions is because we're not entirely sure about our decisions ourselves. We're still experimenting, we're doing our best, we've done our research, we've made our choice carefully, but we know that we're not perfect. And so we go into it and we don't have confidence because we may or may not be completely right. So here's where I want you to start is just first accepting that. Accepting that you may be wrong. But that doesn't mean that you are wrong. And it doesn't mean that you should be doing anything differently because a lot of parenting and a lot of life is actually sitting down, making those careful decisions and experimenting. There is no manual for our kids. There is no manual for our unique families. And we try to carefully decide which ideas we're going to test. But the way that we learn, Is by testing them. What worked for so and so's kid might not work for your kid. I can think of potty training, for example. I have four children and they have all been different on this. My last one's not potty trained yet. He's not showing signs of readiness. But they have each of them potty trained in a different way. And if I sat down and I said, there is this one method of potty training that is going to work every single time, how wrong would I be? The way I have learned to potty train each child is by experimenting by trying something and if it doesn't work trying something else or waiting a little longer but the only way to know if that method is going to work with my kid is to try it and so we can be confident in that we're making decisions and that we are being intentional about the experiments we choose to do and it's no one else's business that's our decision And it doesn't fall back on anyone else, right? If the potty training we choose to do doesn't work, it's not our mother-in-law who's changing the diapers, it's us. The second thing to realize is that disagreement is not personal. Other people having other ideas is not personal. And it only becomes personal if we let it become personal. If we let them treat us badly or say uh, cruel and unkind things to us. That is different than the ideas and the parenting methods that we're discussing. So, when that kind of thing happens, that's a really good time to set boundaries in the conversation. If we feel like someone is being rude to us, if we feel like someone is being insulting, instead of just being open to having a healthy discussion about differing ideas, if they're having a healthy discussion, then it's on us to just work through our own insecurity, to listen and to decide what to do with the information that's out there. It's even a good chance for us to hone our own understanding of our decisions better. But if someone's being unkind, if someone's making this sort of thing personal, if they're being rude, if they're demeaning, we need to stop that. We need to set a boundary there on how we're willing to be spoken to. It's not good for our kids to see us treated that way, And it's not healthy for the other person to treat us that way. So I just want to validate you if that's something you're going through, that you absolutely can set a limit with your family on it. You absolutely can set ground rules for what you're available for and for whether or not you're going to stay around to be spoken to a certain way. But I just encourage you to be discerning between whether it's discomfort over people having a different idea and insecurity from that versus them treating you badly. The last thing I want to talk about that might make this conversation uncomfortable is pressure. When we feel like there's pressure to make a decision on something right away, we don't have to do that. And we are not required to in the heat of the moment, in the midst of one conversation to change anything about what we're doing. And one of the things we can do is we can just say, thank you for that information. I will think about it. Someone's pushing us to change. We can say, I don't really want to make a decision on that right now. I'd like to think it over and consider it carefully. And if you do this for a while, if you do this and you become someone who is very careful about their decision making, who isn't pressured easily, people begin to notice that and they do respect it. And they might not like it at first because a lot of times people are very full of anxiety and they have this deep need for everyone to agree with them because to them, it's like this reverse thing. They need approval. And they feel very uncomfortable if they don't think that you instantly approve of the way they parented or the way they think. And that's where the pressure is coming from. It's not from them thinking they're right. It's from them needing approval, which is ironic, isn't it? Since that's what we want too. But when you model this, when you model this thoughtfulness, this uh, ability to be slow, and unhurried, other people can learn from it too. And they can learn to be more at peace with their own discomfort of not having instant approval. Just such a beautiful truth that one of the best things that we can do in general when there are people around us who have an area where they just don't have emotional maturity, it's one of the absolute best things we can do to help them is to work on ourselves and to build these skill sets and then to model them. Because what that does is it shows them it's possible especially if there's someone who's like watched us grow up and they've seen the path that we've taken and they can see us grow and improve, it breaks down this wall of thinking this is just the way things have to be. This is the way I have to feel. This is the way I have to make my decisions is always from this place of a pressure, of pressure and needing approval and worrying about if I'm doing it the right way instead of having the freedom to not be perfect and to accept the discomfort of, of not always knowing and not always having all the answers or doing what everyone else approves of. But in all things in this, just rest in the confidence that God made you the parent of your children. He didn't make anyone else in your family the parents of these children. He entrusted them to you and you and your husband are the ultimate decision makers. Because you're the ones who know your children best and you're the ones who are the ones doing the work every day who have to decide what the right balance is for your family. And you get to be the decision maker. And if this is something that's stressing you out, I do have a list of holiday boundary scripts that you can find in the show notes. Just grab that and it'll give you some inspiration and some examples for how you can form your own boundary statements. That should make things just feel a little more comfortable. And help you figure out in advance how you want to handle uncomfortable situations. And if this is an area of life where you feel like you would benefit from some personalized attention and coaching, please reach out and grab a spot on my calendar. Because I think that so many times we just fill up our life with all these things that come from this pressure from outside, not necessarily decisions that we would want to make, but it becomes really hard to have that kind of confidence in our decision making and decide how our days and how our life should look, how our parenting should look. So if you want help with sorting through all that, with getting back in touch with who you are meant to be as a mom, grab a spot on my calendar.